You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message.
to church today for the word of God. Put your hands up. It's the most important thing, isn't it? The Bible says that the unfolding of thy word gives light. How many of you need some light? Was even yesterday that there was some one or two dark things going on. How many of you just don't look too closely at the person next to you in case they start feeling hot. But how many of you know that you need light? You need direction. You need help. You need assistance. That's exactly what the Bible is for. So I want you to put your hands together as we welcome our pastor once again to preach to us. Bishop Richard. service and a blessed service. Thank you for blessed people. Thank you for blessed lives. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for direction through your word, Lord. Thank you for such a great blessing and a great opportunity to be here. Let your will be done amongst us. In Jesus' name I pray and all said amen. Amen. Okay, so take your seats and I said your seats, your seat. My mind is on the message. That's why I said seats. Yes. Okay, so 
So for a few minutes, like 30 minutes, let's um, hear the word of God. Okay. Are you ready to hear the word of God? Okay. So turn your Bibles to Genesis chapter 8 and verse number 22. Okay. Which says that while the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, which is our uh, prophetic direction for the year, um, what is seed time and harvest, meaning that anything and all the things that you do, you should be mindful that there is going to be a corresponding harvest for all your actions all your decisions, all your moves, you know. So those of us who blame people for our state, remember not to blame anybody for your state, but to start becoming responsible for what you are, where you are, what you have, and what is going on. Because for everything that you do, there is always a harvest that is waiting for you. So it means that now you have to decide to deliberately sow right seeds and do the right things because so long as the earth remains, so long as we are here, so long as you can see you and you can see me, it even goes ahead and says that there's going to be cold and heat. A few months ago it was heat, now it is cold, isn't it? So that tells us that everything is working. So long as there's summer and winter, a few weeks ago there was summer, now there's winter, and then day and night. Today, when you woke up, it was day. I hope when you woke up, it was day. When you woke up, it was day. Now you can see that it's night. So all these things you can see. So if you accept day and night, you accept summer and winter, you accept cold and heat, you must accept seed time and harvest. So, how many of you can already see that you are reaping some things that you sowed a a few a few weeks ago, a few hours ago? You know, some of the some of the seeds they grow very fast. Yes, some grow slowly. Some you would think that some sometimes you've even forgotten about it. That this is what I mean. You went about doing before you realize uh, you are in a plantation of. A harvest of things that you have you have decided to forget about, but it is there waiting. It is there waiting for you. The only thing you can pray for is mercy, you know. And then sometimes now we see when you say this, our minds go on to bad things. But sometimes there are good things. There are good things that also come your way that you have forgotten about some seeds that you have sown. You know, but God is faithful. God is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love. So there are some good things that you've also done and before you, you discover you are reaping some very beautiful and wonderful and nice things which is, which is also a blessing. How many of you like to um, reap some things that you have forgotten about? How many sometimes you have stashed some money away somehow and you have forgotten that that money is there? Yes. Yes. And you find some money. Yes. Sometimes it's good to hide some money. And then one day you, you discover it. Yes. Yes. 
Yeah, one day you just discover that, oh, this thing is here, and this thing is mine. It gives a good feeling. It gives a good feeling, at least. Yes. Lois, look like someone who is good at that. <laughs> yeah. You look like someone who will be very, very good at that in your house, I'm sure. I have to tell your husband that when you go to work, you should search the house. He'll, he'll find money. <laughs> By the time he comes back, he are, he's rich. <laughs> yeah, so you'll see that there are good things that you also do that bring about, brings about a good harvest. So you have to be active, active and mindful and intentional on seeds that you sow. Because you don't, you don't, want, you don't want to have surprises. Yes, that every time it's a surprise. Like, how did this happen? Or how is this happening? Or that when something is happening, you are blaming other people. You are blaming somebody else. Who didn't do this? Who did this? Who did that? Somebody who didn't do this? You know, all sorts of, all sorts of, all sorts of things. Yes, people like to blame people a lot for, for their state and their situation. But it's you. I mean, it's you. Yes, you're the one. You're the one who was sowing. You know, nobody, nobody was there when you were sowing. When you were receiving the seeds, nobody was there. You see, yeah. So, seed time and harvest. Now, in the first service, in the first service, you know that there were a number of prophetic directions that we received on Chalak night. Different seeds that can be sown. In the first service, I've chosen to talk to them about the seed of serving the Lord. So, in case you are interested in that, that's happening in the first service. Now, for you also, I've chosen another seed. You know, so I'll talk about the different types of seeds till, I mean, till whenever. So each service, I'll choose which seed um, I think um, should, should be working there. Okay, yes. For happiness. Are we not a happy church? Yes. Yes. And then each seed, too, we talk about it as, as long as we want, and then we, we change. When we want to change, we just change it, too. Another, another seed because like I was telling you last week, it's a prophetic direction. So you have to learn how to, how to keep the prophecies because you are, you, you are going to use them. You're going to use them for your life, for your life. As we have in um, first, is it first Timothy um, 118? This. Yes. It says that this charge I commit unto thee, Timothy, according to the prophecies. So you, you need to pay attention to the prophecies. The prophecies. Whether it's said to you directly that is by name. It's not every prophet that will have your name on it. That, um, 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 what's your name? David. That David, um, the Lord is saying unto thee, uh, thou shalt shave your beard by tomorrow. You understand? <laughs> Yes, yes. How many of you believe it's a good prophecy? <laughs> yes. No. Some of the see this like this is like a direct <laughs> like, I'm not prophesying, I'm just I'm just saying something. Yes. Yeah. It's still a, it's still good advice. Wait till yours come. <laughs> Wait for yours. <laughs> Is it this, this like something that has his name on it? But sometimes it's quite general. But you must still take it. That this is this is this is for you. I have to run by it, and I have to run by it as long as I can. Because they say that the prophecies, you use the prophecies. 
He said, I charge you. I charge you. I charge you. I'm ch- it's like I'm giving you a charge that the prophecies you have heard, you are going to live by them or fight by them or war by Because life is a battle. How many of you know that life is a battle? You must have discovered it by now. Must have, some of you have exams. Some of you have exams soon. Yes. Remind me at the end of service to pray for you if you have exams. So now how many of you have exams? Okay. Why is that when you go to the prayer, you, you're, a lot more hands are going up? Yes. You need, <laughs> you need, you need prophecies as you live to guide you, to encourage you, to hold on. Because you are going, you are going, to, you are, you are going to battle through life by the promises, the covenants, and the prophecies. You are going to battle through life with it. Because sometimes your imagination, that's what the scripture says, casting down imaginations. Your imaginations and your thoughts will be telling you something that is directly opposite. Or even the things you experience, something will happen to you that that is not your end. That's not what it's supposed to be. You have to pick up the word of God as a prophecy or a prophecy you have received and fight with it. And say, no, this is not my state. This is not my life. This is not how my life and my wealth is going to be. I am going to battle through. Because that's what he's saying. That you are going to war by the prophecies. By the prophecies. Do you have another translation that would help us? I'm trying to really establish your interest in prophecies. He says that, he says that, Timothy, my son, here are, here are my instructions for you. Based on the prophetic words spoken about you earlier, may they help you fight well in the Lord's battles. Yes. May they help you to fight well. Based on the prophetic words that have spoken, so has been spoken to you, you need them. So you see, from, from Chalak night to the next Chalak night, you have prophetic words that are supposed to help you. You're supposed to pray with them. You're supposed to confess them. You're supposed to declare them. When you see something that didn't look like the prophecy that you heard, you are supposed to remind yourself and all entities that being and spiritual beings that be and to God that, look, this is what your prophecy says. So God, please help me. Please help me. This situation has to change. This thing that I'm experiencing has to change. You're supposed to fight because life is a fight. I've asked you already. How many of you can see already that at, at your age, at your age, 20 whatever, 21, 22, 23, how many of you can already see that life is already a battle? How many of you can see it? Uh-huh. You have experienced, you've experienced some things. Mm, you've seen some things already. Sometimes you were down. Sometimes you were up. How many of you have fallen before? That you rose up. Yes, God, there's a prophecy that the righteous shall fall seven times. They shall rise again. Yes. When you fall, don't worry. Get up. Just get up. And when, and when you get up, when you get up, don't, bl- don't blame anybody. Know that you fell. No, nobody fell for you. Nobody even pushed you. You fell. Just get up. Yes, just get up, wipe your face, and say to yourself, you won't fall again. Yes. 
It's supposed to be seven. You can't do more than seven. <laughs> no, that's just a joke. That's just a joke. Okay. That's a joke. Don't say that. Bishop said you can fall seven times after seven. So I've done, I've done three. I have four more, four more fallings to fall. <laughs> no. Yes. No. No. So he used the prophecies to guide us in life. It guides. You see, your 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 life, your life of. It can be done. I can make it. I will make it. It's a battle in itself. Because when you don't believe, you start, you stop believing. The opposite of believing is not believing. And that is where depression, loss of energy, loss of faith, that's where it starts from. And then everything starts crumbling down. You have to believe. You have to believe. there's, There's an old English saying that you can't cry over spilled milk. If the milk is on the floor, you can't, you can't, what, what, why are you crying about it? Otherwise, lick it off the floor. So if you can't lick it off the floor, stop crying. Then go and buy milk. Go and buy a new one. And use that one to make your cereal. <laughs> okay. So you are waiting for, for, for your message, isn't it? So I have 30 minutes, I have 10 more minutes. Still 10 more minutes. Okay. So 10 more minutes of preaching. Okay. So for you, I have chosen the seed of sowing to the flesh and sowing to the spirit. And I want to talk more about the second part of that process of sowing to the spirit. Because sowing to the flesh will depress us. So sowing to the spirit. Okay. Sowing to the spirit. The seed of sowing to the spirit. Spirit. Okay, sowing to the spirit. Sowing to the spirit is an is an attempt. It's an attempt and an effort for you to become more spiritual. Let's face it. Let's face it. A lot of people are not spiritual. Let's face it. Are we facing it? Okay. Let's face it. A lot of people are not spiritual. Or are not as spiritual as we can be. A lot of people are not. Even though we claim to be. Or would like to be. Or we pretend to be. Or we, we walk like we are. Or we talk like, as though we are. I mean, you know that, the way people walk that you think they are spiritual. Yes. Yes. There's a way people act as if they are spiritual. Yes, but it's not, it's not by walking it's not even by the way you look. Yes, it's not even by the way you look, and how the, the countenance you carry when you have when you have some sad, depressed face against you and the spirit. Hmm. Yes, there are people who like to sound a certain way, just like that means that they are spiritual. Spiritual spirituality is not an accent. Even those many years ago in, in 1991, I think, somebody described me as the young man with a spiritual accent. I don't know what a spiritual accent is. I don't know what it is. Yes, yes. 
Now, if you ask me, I'll tell you, I don't want a spiritual accent. I want to be spiritual. What's a spiritual accent? But he came to the church, and I, 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 did, I was doing something. Afterwards, as he was preaching, he was a guest preacher. So he said, like the young man, that young man, the one with the spiritual accent. I don't know what a spiritual accent is. I think people who sound spiritual, they sound like they've tasted something spicy. Yea, thus saith the Lord. <laughs> no. So, so, so when, so when to the Spirit, so that you can reap life everlasting. You don't reap death, you don't reap corruption, you reap life. So, in other words, you get positive returns. You get good things out of sowing, sowing to the spirit. And you say, sowing to the spirit, sowing to the spirit. You know, if you listen to this statement, well, we can even, you can even end there. Sowing to the spirit, like I'm saying to you, that it's like becoming spiritual. Becoming spiritual is living a life of faith. Because spiritual things are not visible things. You don't see spiritual things. And perhaps, perhaps that's why I can say that a lot of people think they are spiritual, but they're actually not spiritual. Because spirituality is none of the things that I have said that we're all laughing about. It's actually, it's actually a life of faith. And it's a personal thing. It's a personal thing. It's not, it's not, it's not a group thing. It's not a group thing. What you do, what you do as an individual is what you become. I can't live, I can't live your, your spiritual or your Christian life for you. Not even for my biological children. I can't even be a Christian for them. I can't be. No, I can't, I can't be a Christian for them. They have, to be, they have to be Christians for themselves. They have to pray for themselves. They have to do what? They have to live the life of faith. In other words, when we read the Bible, you see, when I read the Bible, when I read, I read 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 18. I believe it. I believe it literally what it says. That prophecies are things that are part of our spiritual weapons and battles. I actually believe it. That if I want to do well, I have to remind myself of prophecies. I have to remind myself of if there, if there are prophecies. And if there are no prophecies, read your Bible, you see prophecies. You see prophecies there, you see promises there. You see covenants in the Bible. So, what is, for a, a, a funny example is like if you fall. If you are falling, get up. Just that when you get up, don't point finger at anybody. Because if you point finger at anybody, I see that person. I'll tell the person that reject, send, it, send the blame back to the sender. Never accept somebody's problem. Oh yeah, never accept people's problems. People like to say somebody did this, this person did that. You see young person growing up, not doing well, not organized, they are blaming parents. My father did this, my mother did this. What about you? What have you done for yourself? Since you're able to discover that it's your mother and your father and your this and this, do something for yourself then. Do the right thing now. Say, my mother did this, my father did this, my mother didn't do this, my father didn't do that, and my mother didn't do that, my father didn't do that, my mother can't do that, my father can't do that, my mother 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 can't
Come on, stop it and start living. So anyway, um, in, in, I was about to say something to you that in your spiritual, in, in, seeing the, in seeing the invisible or believing in the invisible, you start living the life that is called the life of faith. Yes. You start doing, you start living the life of faith. And there are some things that people of faith do that people without faith do not do. A spiritual person is a man of faith. It's a man who believes. What is faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Isn't it? It's the substance of things so and then the evidence of things not seen. That is what faith is. That is what faith, 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 faith adds like substance to things that you are hoping for, things that you are dreaming, your vision. It makes you follow your dream and your vision. And then it serves as proof that something that you don't see now actually exists and can exist. That is a faith person. So that's why you see a faith person prays. A faith person goes to church. Which I can assist you, I can assist you to make nonsense of and to rub it. Now what is prayer? God is going to church. Come on, get a job. Come on, do something else. What is serving God? What is becoming a minister? I can assist you to use, we can use common sense, logic, and reason to really rubbish these things. But the Bible teaches me that it is a life of faith and not a life of logic and reasoning. It's a life of faith and there are rewards for having a life of faith. So you have to, we have to now deliberately sow to the spirit. That is sow to the things that are not seen. The invisible. The invisible. Invisible. As compared to sowing to the flesh, which I'm trying hard to avoid. Because sowing to the flesh, we can see. Eating. I mean, what is fasting? What is fasting? Why should you fast? Why should you be hungry? What is fasting? Compare fasting to eating. Eating and feasting. And partying and drinking. Compared to fasting, I'm going to fast. I'm not eating. I'm not eating and I'm praying. Compared to people who eat. Are there not two different people? People who eat. Because there are people who can't fast. There are people who can't fast. Perhaps there are people who can't fast. There are people who don't fast until they are told fast. But a spiritual person, someone sowing the spirit, will fast without instructions. Because a spiritual life is not, is not, and I'm talking about, I'm talking about fasting, not starving. Most of you say not being there, you're not eating and you're not praying. Or even, even forget about you're not eating, you're not praying. You are not eating not because of a spiritual gain or a spiritual vision. But because you've read about calories. That's not what I'm talking about. 
Neither am I saying that you shouldn't follow calories. You can follow it. I mean, I, I, it's, it's up to you. I mean, you can follow anything you want to follow. But when you are not eating, and it's because of a spiritual purpose, to seek God, to know God, to get closer to God, it's also, it's also a faith thing. If you don't believe it, you can't do it. You will never do it. It will never be done. So anyway, very quickly for the few seconds I have left, let me, let me perhaps give you three. I like the number three. Okay. So let me give you three things that will help us. Three seeds that you can sow. Spiritually, isn't it? Spirit, spirit, to help you to become spiritual. Okay, are you ready for the three things? Okay, the first one, the first one is um, prayer. And um, praying, not just, not just pray, but praying often. That is frequent prayer. Increase the frequency of your prayer life. 2022, decide, decide that every day, every day, every day, mark it. We are, today is what? Ninth. So you've already lost nine days. Decide that from, from the tenth day of the year till the end of the year, every day you pray for one hour. Minimum one hour. Every day. Every day. Every day. Not on special days. Every day. Including Sundays. Every day you pray for one hour. Because every Christian should be able to pray for an hour. Don't worry about topics. Pray. Don't worry about topics. Because there are topics, there are things to pray about. Those are things you want to like. Just pray. And pray for one hour every day. Do not let a day pass without praying for one hour. Yes. And I'm not talking about reading your Bible. I say pray. Pray for one hour every day. From the 10th of January till 31st December. You are sowing seeds into the spirit. Because you eat every day, isn't it? You eat every day. Won't you eat every day? You eat every day, yes. You sleep every day. Won't you sleep every day? You sleep every day, yes. So pray for an hour every day. How many of you think it's a good vision to have? Yes. Pray. Pray for one hour every day. Pray. Just pray. Just pray. Just be there and pray. Even if you're on the bus, on the train, wherever you get, thank God for the masks. Pray behind the mask. Look at the clock. Look at the, your watch. It's it's 7 a.m. And start praying. You are praying till 8 a.m. One hour every day. Pray. Now, when you don't pray, you see, when you don't pray, it means that you are developing other relationships. Because the person you talk to most is the person you are close to. So you have to watch who you talk to. If you don't want to get too close to someone, don't talk to that person often. Yes. The person you talk to is the person you, you get close to. 
one hour. Once a year. How often? Every day. From when? 10th of January. 10th of January. 10th of January. You have to pray one hour every day. Pray one hour every day. Pray one hour every day. And learn, learn how to pray off your bed. Yes. Yes. There are some prayers. No, no. I'm not saying it's a There are some prayers that can work in bed, but most people don't pray well in bed. Let's be let's be honest. Most people don't pray well in bed. So you have to learn how to pray walking. Walking. Even if your room is small, walk. It's still it's still better. It's still better that sometimes you have to check how many steps you can get in your room. Sometimes it's three. One, two, three, then you turn. So it's a few steps, but it's okay. I mean, yes. God will bless you. As you are praying in the three-step room, one day you will be praying in the 30-step room. Yes. Yeah. Be faithful with the three steps. One, two, three, then you turn. One, two, three. One day you see it, it's, you are taking 10 steps. The one day you see you are taking 15 but before that, you have a 30 step space. As you pray, still you, you should be praying. Not that when you have a 30 step room, now you don't, you don't pray anymore. So don't try lying down and praying. Yes, just walk, just for an hour. Can't you walk for an hour and pray? Can't you walk for an hour and pray? Just walk for an hour and pray. Don't just sit there or lie or lie there and say you are praying. And you haven't brushed your teeth. No, and again, unbrushed teeth prayer. It's also different from brushed teeth prayer. Yes. Yeah. Is it not true? Yes. Have you not called someone who hasn't brushed their teeth before? The way they talk is different from... pray, sit down, if when you pray you are able to pray for one hour every day, it means that you have a daily interaction with God, a daily interaction with God, it means you are getting closer and closer to God so you will now hear from God, you will now hear from God instead of hearing from your friends you must be, you must be wary of hearing from men when you don't hear from God you must actually be afraid. Because sometimes, you see, you meet somebody and you are wondering, where did you learn these things from? Because so these things are not biblical. They have no, they have no, but where did the person learn it from? They learned it from friends. Friends, movies, and other interactions. If their main or constant, consistent interaction had been with God, they wouldn't have formed such an opinion. Yeah. Ask your parents any day. They'll ask you that where did you learn this thing from? It's one of it's one of the things that parents wonder. Where did you where did you learn this thing from? Because they know they didn't teach you. But they learned they, you learned it from friends. Yeah. You learned it from friends, from, from being with friends, being in the company of some friends. Especially year nine friends. 
Year nine is a turning point in everybody's life. Year nine, friends. Yes, year nine. Year nine is like a very dangerous year. Yes. That's where you learn things and you pick things up. And you feel you feel you are smarter and more experienced than your parents. Year nine. That year. We've all been there before. We've all been in the year nine before. You have to know that. You have to know that. Year nine, isn't it? You can all see, you can, you're all remembering your year nine crowd. Yes. Yes. So the people you talk to, you interact with, you learn things. You learn, you learn how to answer back. You see, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So, so you'll be talking, you'll be talking to someone, then you say something, the person is wondering, where did you learn this from? Why do you even have such a note? Because this, what you are saying is not from Jeremiah, it's not from Isaiah, it's not from, it's not from John, it's not from Matthew. So where did you learn it from? Why do you have such an, an, an unscriptural opinion? Your year nine, your ten friends. People who bring friends home when parents have gone to work. I mean, I mean all, all these things. All these, they are, they are all tutoring. Yes. Friends have come home and the friends have, have come are friends of the opposite sex. When your parents are at work, you are there hanging and you say, oh, we are just there. You are just there. You tell me you are doing homework. What homework? What homework? What homework? If you are doing your homework, why are the grades to show? Anyway, so I'm saying that pray so that you get closer to God. That is where you will hear more prophecies and you receive more direction from God. The person who prays, the person who prays, that is the man of faith who is into prayer, receives more direction from God. Because God speaks, you don't, you don't get direction from friends. You don't, you, your, your opinion is not the opinion of the world and what your friends think. But your opinion now becomes things that are based on scripture. 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 You build your life based on scriptures that you have seen. As you pray. As you pray and read your Bible. As you pray. Pray one hour. Talking to God one hour every day. Why should there be somebody in your life that you talk to more than you talk to God? It's a mistake. It's a mistake. You're making a mistake. You're making a mistake. Because you're forming opinions. And imagine if that person is not a godly person. Even if the person is godly. Even if the person is godly. The person can give you ungodly advice. And you receive and swallow hook, line, and sinker when you don't know what the Bible says. Yes, When you don't know what the Bible says, you swallow everything people say. And usually, here's the, here's, the, here's the warning. Usually when you are growing up, you think that what your guardian 
or your parents say is outdated. Yes. Almost every advice of theirs, you think, oh, this is outdated. Outdated. This is for their time. It's not for your time. Then when you grow up, you see that there are timeless instructions. Timeless. Yes, there are time because soon you say you sound like your father, you sound like your mother. <laughs> yes. There are there are timeless instructions. Just as just as there are timeless professions and careers, timeless. In other words, age and time doesn't affect it. Timeless, timeless career and professions that you can have. But you think that, oh, this one is for, is for, your, is for, your, is for your father's age and your mother's age. They're the ones who do such things. You see, some of the courses and some of the things, you can choose it. You get a lot of money very fast. But what you have to pray for is wisdom to use that money. Because it's the same type of profession that you'll be kicked out by 27. By 27, you're not needed anymore. Even the speed at which the technology changes. You say, you're not wanted. You're not wanted anymore. It's like out, out, out. But you would have earned a lot within a short time. So if you are in that, in that world of life, you just have to have the mind that this money is not for me. Let me invest it now because it's not going to be forever. As compared to the timeless professions, what are the timeless professions? Like a doctor. A barrister. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think they earn a lot in a short while. They, they, it's spread. It's quite consistent. To over a long time, they, it's like they're okay. But some of these finance and things, it comes big. In a short time, you're out. Because it's not a timeless career. Yes. Anyway, that's just by the side. You can think about it later. Yes. Yes. So people who really do well in it are people who are wise. Otherwise, you see, they've seen it, but they don't know what they've done with their money. And then soon, they don't have a job anymore. Because the 21-year-olds who are graduating are coming to replace you. Your company is on those campuses big time recruiting. Big time they are there. Because they know. They know by 26 we are done with you. 27 max. We are not interested in you. Your brain, your, it's like your brain matter has become too slow to catch on things. We need fresh brains. Yeah. Timeless professions. Missionary. A preacher. Timeless, 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 timeless. Try replacing us. You see that it's not easy. <laughs> yes, try. Try. You see that it's not, it's not that, it's not that simple. But a lot of things are quick fixes. I'm just saying that if you find yourself in that world, Please apply a lot of wisdom. Yes, be wise. Buy houses very quickly. Yes, buy houses very quickly. Spend all you earn now to buy houses. Yes. Don't buy cars. Buy houses. Buy houses. By the time you are 28, if you don't have three houses, you've not been wise. 
Yes. Yeah. I can sit down with you and do that arithmetic. Those of you from that world, I can sit with you and do the arithmetic with you. If by 28, that's giving you a seven-year range. 21 to 20, that's seven years. As we all say, hey, it's seven years. If you don't have three houses, you are wasting money. Yeah, you are wasting money. Yes. I mean three. Yes. Three UK prized houses. Without loans and without mortgage. Yes. Yes. I say, it's by your three houses. Do you know where they are? Your three houses. They are on your feet. You are wearing them. You are wearing your houses. And, and then some of some of you, some people are also using it, using it to rent places they call Riverview. Riverview. And you are supporting someone's business. Riverview. That's where your house is. It's in that plush apartment you've acquired for yourself with Riverview. That you only take your friends to. You've taken your friends to come and see where you live. How did I get into all this? Let me go back on course. Pray one hour every day, isn't it? Yes. Pray one hour every day. Pray one hour every day. Yes. Pray one hour every day. Get closer to God. Fellowship more with God. Even your dreams will change. Your dreams, your dreams from leopards changing you, chasing you, will change to real revelations and things. Not leopards chasing you and cows, cows coming around all the time. Yes. Yes. But when you get closer, God begins to speak to you. He speaks to you through dreams. He speaks to you through visions. Yes. He speaks to you through word of wisdom. That is how to solve things. You see, you'll be walking. You see, a word of wisdom is a word that teaches you how to resolve a problem. Wisdom is how to solve something, how to do something. So, a word that occurs to you. You can be on the bus. You can even be at work working. You can even be in school during a lecture. Then a word occurs to you on how to solve a problem. That's called a word of wisdom. A word of wisdom. You don't need to be in church during worship time to have a word of wisdom or a word of knowledge. Because this, I'm, I'm teaching you the language of the spirit. The language of the spirit. But you, see, you need to sow the seeds into the spirit to, to learn and discover the language of the spirit. Because so far we don't use the language of you use the language of friends. And the, the opinion of, uh, of talk, talk show hosts. 
and things you've seen on YouTube and on online and these things, that's the opinion you have because that's where you spend your time. It's not strange, it's not surprising. See time and harvest. What you sow into, that's what you are reaping. You are reaping the opinion of talk show hosts and the experiences of your friends. Or instead of repenting from your, your bad experiences, your bad seeds, you have formed an opinion from your bad decisions. Wake up and be responsible for your actions. Eh? And apply the word repent. Say to yourself, don't need to say to it, say to yourself, I am sorry for going down this road. It doesn't seem to have been a good road. And make a turn. Instead of justifying stupidity and arguing about stupidity, you are corrupt. Your arguments, opinions are the speeches of a corrupt mind. Rather, walk out of it and go for the Spirit. Go for the Holy Spirit. Go for the Word of God. Go for prayer. Pray one hour every day. And start learning, relearn the language of the spirit, the language of God from the scriptures, the Bible, what the Bible says. What is the Bible saying? Your dreams, your visions, don't discard your, don't your, your, your dream is you're eating jollof. dreams, you have visions. And you will know that it is God. It is the Lord. It is the Lord speaking to you. It is the Lord speaking to you. You'll be praying. You'll be praying. Like the scripture says, he shall bring to remembrance. You'll be praying and then something occurs to you. You are reminded of something. It is the spirit. But pray one hour every day. Number two. Did I say two points or three? Okay. The second, the second, the second thing is um, spiritual by, or sowing the spirit or become spiritual by having regular fellowship. That is, don't miss church services and don't miss church gatherings. Otherwise, you'll be gathering around Netflix all the time. Always, always soaking in the nonsense on social media. Yes. Because now on the internet, you don't, you don't even choose what you want to see. Things are offered to you. Yes. Things are recommended to you. It's like based on something you went to spy the other day. Now a number of things keep coming to you that this is what you are interested in. So what I'm saying is you don't even get to choose. An algorithm somewhere chooses for you. Yes, it just chooses for you. That this is what you like. It's like this is what you like. These are the searches you've made. These are the places you've gone to. So this is what you like. Therefore, this is what you like. So you are fed with it. So now you have to, you, you have to now be even more deliberate and intentional on what you want to read, what you want to see, what you want to hear. Because the junk is a lot. And you say, it's all about money. Somebody's making money. It's all about money. 
So don't forsake fellowship. 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 Church services. Watching church services online. When you don't have anything, you are really bored. Just put, just put some uh, sermon on. And watch a sermon. Let, let there be a sermon booming in your room and around you. Yes. When you don't, you don't listen to messages, you have to listen to messages. And listen to a lot of messages. Otherwise, you're harming yourself. You see, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, and then verse 1, it says that, and I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, meaning that there's a category of people called spiritual people, but rather as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. Verse 2 says that, I have fed you with milk and not with meat. Again, so it means that there are different types of diet that are given depending on your level. So I couldn't, I couldn't, I have to give you milk. I can't give you meat. For hitherto you are not able to bear it, neither yet now are ye able. Then verse 3, he says that, for you are yet carnal. For whereas there is among you envying, strife, and divisions, are you not carnal and work as much? So you see, Mark. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 3. And never deny it. You see, in, in, I, think, I think a lot of professions use science and symptoms, but medical science are the people who have mastered it. They never, they never say that it is not it. Say you have, uh, your throat is on fire. Your throat feels this, and then um, you're not really coughing, but and tell, and see what they tell you that you have. They don't even joke with it. It's like saying no feather. Your throat, your this, your that, that's it. Finish. Stay at home. Give us the number of people who are around you. <laughs> Let's tell them that they also can't come out. You see, they believe firmly, staunchly in symptoms. Because it's like symptoms don't lie. So here, the scripture is saying that if there's envying, strife, divisions. It's like mark those who have this and these traits, envying, envying, envying. It's like you can't rejoice with somebody who is rejoicing. It's like you have a certain feeling. And then strife, that is competition. Competition. And then divisions, forming cliques. Little gossips. This one against this one, this one against. You can't mix freely. And flow free. Everybody can be your friend, but it doesn't mean that they should be your enemy. Yes. Yes. So when you have these things, you should know that you are carnal. You are not a spiritual person. Never accept that person as a spiritual person. Yeah, it's the envy, strife, division. Just a doctor will tell you that you say your throat is what? Say your throat. And then you say you are coughing. And then you are what? You, You are what? General body aches. Ah, it's finished. It's finished. It's finished. Three years ago, you would have been told that it's flu. But now, you say, what is your name? Where do you live? Where are the people in your house? Yes. General body aches, and then your throat, because it's a respiratory disease. So your throat, you say your throat. Are you breathing? I am breathing normally, but my throat. Okay. 
There is a milder version. It's called Omicron. You see, have you become a doctor? <laughs> yes. Yes. When you say so, the symptoms, I'll tell you what it is. Just doing the thing. So when you see envy, strife, division, canal brother. Canal brother. Canal brother. Brother, someone say, I was here before this one. I'm older than this one. I'm bigger than this. I'm this. Strife. That's a child. That's a child. That's a Christian child. That's a Christian child. That you're not happy that somebody is doing well. I'm happy to see people doing well. I'm happy to see people doing well. I want more people to, I want people to even do better. Most of the people I see in this church are, are my children or my children's age. In, in other words, I was here when they were born. I was here. I definitely must have carried them as babies and dedicated them. They were babies. Once I see them doing well, should I be jealous? Should I be envious? I'm so happy. I'm so happy to see them. I can't wait to see them preaching. They should preach. Yeah, they should preach. They should preach. As I'm growing up, I also like to come and sit here, sit in their service like this. When they start, I say amen, and I nod my head. Like this. <laughs> then I sleep a bit, then I wake up. Yes. Because the older you get, the more sleepy you feel. <laughs> now I say, preach it. Preach it. Preach it. Because the verses they are quoting, I've seen it before. Yes. Yeah, I don't know how exciting they can be. I've seen the verses. Yes. Yes. They should do their best. Yes, they should do their best. Yes. I also like to come and sit in the service and, and, and sleep a bit and wake up and go home. And say, that was powerful. That was powerful. Yes. I'll just say, you know, when you're preaching, don't keep the microphone too close to your, your mouth. I said, do you know, in, in 2019, there was a disease called COVID, so don't hold it too close. It's still, even though we are living with it, it's still there. It's, it's a dangerous thing. It, it killed, how many people did it kill? It killed a lot of people in that time. 2019. How old were you then? Okay. Preach. <laughs> anyway, you need fellowship. Yes. You need to be in church. Be around church. Be around church people. Be with church people. If it's evangelism, go on evangelism. Don't, you see, don't aim to be different. If we say uni service, be in uni service. Don't be, don't be in post uni service. Why do you want to be different? What is moving you? When post uni people are fighting to be in uni service, you are, are being inside. Why? Why is there even a temptation to be different? If you're a singer, be in the choir. Don't say that me, I don't sing with choir. I'm only waiting to do a solo. I don't sing with choir. Try and be with people your age. People that you have things similar with, be with them. That is the assembly and fellowship. Be in the assembly and be in the fellowship. 
don't be eager to separate yourself. If your friends are of the age of people getting beloved, have friends of people who are getting beloved and flow with them and discuss your beloveds. Yeah, discuss them open. Have open discussions about your beloveds. Why you don't want to have open discussions? You have open discussions about them. Yes, you have to discuss it. Say this one doesn't cook. How can how can we help her to cook? Yes. This one doesn't talk much. How can we help her to talk? Because not talking is not a good sign. You need the ones who talk. Yes. Why don't you want to have been in that fellowship? Yes. Fellowship. Because iron sharpness iron. You can't separate yourself from your colleagues. You can't, sep- you can't separate yourself. It's dangerous to separate yourself. To behave as though you don't have certain problems and certain challenges. It's dangerous to separate yourself. Because you need people to help you. You need someone to say, oh, when I experienced it, this is what I did. When this happened, this is what I did. Oh, you need someone to tell that. No, it's not a problem at all. No hiding. Why do you want to hide? You have a beloved you want to hide. Any hidden beloved is... uh, Are you... Are you ninja... You should even ask the person hiding you that why are you hiding? Why are you hiding me? Why are you hiding me? Bring me out. Can you please bring me out? Bring me out. Introduce me to your friends. Introduce me to your friends. Yes. Because iron sharpeneth iron. You need help. We all need help. Yes. We all need help. Fellowship. You see, just, when you come to church, you hear you hear things. Your 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 issues are resolved without even one to one counseling. How many of you have received counseling in church without even sitting with you one on one? Instead of hiding, when you hide, you get worse. Let me say, he that soweth to the spirit will reap life. Life. I mean, life is life. Is some that is alive, some that has hope, some that has a future. That is sowing to the spirit, which includes fellowshipping. You are sowing to the spirit. You reap life. Suddenly, your life receives life. Yes. Things change. Things you are struggling with as you fellowship with people, you get ideas. Also, this is how it's done. This is how it's done. If they're married before, you don't want to make friends with people who are married. So, so how, are you, how, how is it going? What should I do? I hear these brothers who take us to Nando's. As soon as they marry us, they stop going to Nando's. They say they will eat at home. So, so how are you doing? Because when you work, when you close from work, and then how can there be food when you close from work? It's like, how? Because we've all gone to work and we are cast. So how can there be food? Because I hear they don't go to Nando's again. When they beloved those nuts, they took us, they took us to the shard. 
Now, even underground, they don't take us to the underground. They take us to the underground. <laughs> so, what, what must I do? What must I do? What must I do? Just take us high up somewhere. Now I'm hoping they'll even take us to underground. Even underground. Even for fellowship. I said they start for that. Do we are having we're having lunch underground? <laughs> fellowship is very important. And then finally, you said I said I'll do how many things? I want a short one. Okay. Be spiritual. By. By what? By walking in truth. Ephesians 6.14. Stand therefore, having your loins get about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness. So a spiritual person is a truthful person. Don't have a dual lifestyle. Truthful, transparent, open, real. What we see is what you are. That's the life you must live. You'll be more trusted. You see, you'll be more trusted if we know truthfully, truthfully, not you, somebody, truthfully, that this person is a thief. You'll be more trusted in the sense that when we are leaving your presence, we'll make sure that we take all our phones and everything with us. Yes. Yes. We'll be more comfortable with you to be real with you than to think that you are not a thief and then we leave our phones with you. And then when we come, you, you tell us that the phone has evaporated. It's easier to be protected than to recover. Yes. Recovering, recovering is not an, exactly an easy process. So when, we know, when you are truthful, we know this is who you are. How can you be truthful? By saying the truth. I don't have any other revelation. Just say the truth. Just say who you are. Don't lie. Don't pretend. Don't practice duality. Do you know dual, duality? It's like having, having a dual life. Like some phones have dual sims. It means it has two sims. Yeah, so duality is having two lives. Two lives. One life you appear very spiritual. Another one you are super carnal. Super carnal and wicked. Truthful. Be truthful. This is who I am. This is what I am. This is what I've been up to. These are my struggles. 
I feel more comfortable. I don't know about you, but I feel more comfortable with people who are open. When, even if that's what I said, even if the person is a thief, even if the person is a murderer, you are a murderer. I know that I will not bring my neck close to you. <laughs> if that's the only way to kill, I mean, at least I know who you are. Than to than to experience surprises. So I don't know that you can kill before I realize you are trying to kill me. I don't know about you, but I'll be more comfortable about by truthful people. So to be a spiritual person, be truthful. Be truthful. God can use you. God can use you. God can show mercy. God can help. Be truthful. Be full of truth. When you speak, speak the truth. Don't say you pray every day when you pray every other day. Yes, be truthful. say you are a virgin when you have run through the city. Don't say that. Don't say that. These are, these are, not, these are not biblical standards. Yes. The biblical standards are the mercies of God, the forgiveness of God, and the grace of God. We are all what we are by the grace of God. By the grace of God. That's what we are. So be truthful. Be truthful. Don't say you've prayed when you haven't prayed. Don't say it. Don't say if, if you can't say you haven't prayed, don't say anything about prayer. Talk about angels. Don't talk about prayer. Talk about angels. Yes. Don't act like something that you are not. Don't act innocent when you are not innocent. When your hands are covered in blood. When your conscience, your conscience is stained. Because an innocent person is different from somebody who is not innocent. Even their jokes, even the things they say. That's what people don't realize. That when you're not innocent, you, you sound different. Just be yourself. It's okay. Just be yourself. Just be yourself. You're not an innocent person. Just be yourself. Don't act innocent. I thought I was choosing a short one, but it seems to be getting heated up. So let us <laughs> let's end there and be people who speak the truth. Always speak the truth. Don't be scared of the truth. The truth is light. The truth will save you. The truth will help you. Darkness cannot help you. Demons cannot help you. The devil cannot help you. Always put yourself in the light. If, if you are interested, if you are interested, and you want God to help you, you want God to work with you, always be truthful. That's if you are interested in God. Be truthful. You can't pretend. I mean, you can't, you can't pretend. How can you, how can you act anointed? Anointed is something that you act. How can you act anointed? Can't act anointed. That's why you say we say soaking messages, listen to messages, do this, do this, but you it can never replace prayer. It can never replace your personal relationship with God. 
Because you see, you see where I'm walking, you see where I'm walking now, up and down, it's, it's, it's like a stage. This stage, this stage is not for actors. I mean, film stars can come on, but it's not, it's not a stage for actors. It's, it's not acting. We are not acting. It's not, we are not acting. Like to give me Ephesians 16 back. Is it 16? 6, 614. Stand therefore, having your loins get about with truth. With truth. Be truthful. Be truthful. Be truthful. You want to follow God? Have a personal conviction. Always have a personal conviction with God. You don't follow the crowd. If you follow the crowd, you will drop off. Because you, you already don't have a reason why you are doing what you are doing. You are doing what you are doing because of who is doing what. Always have a personal When it gets to God, always have a personal conviction. Always know why you are doing what you are doing. And believe in why you are doing what you are doing. Not this is what is done. So, hey, have a personal conviction. With what you do and what you are doing. That is be truthful. Be honest. I mean, be honest to yourself. I'm the, come on, be honest to yourself. You are struggling with prayer. Still, look, I the prayer is not working. Max, I have, I, I can pray five minutes a day. Say the truth. That's when I started off. I told you that's not everybody who is spiritual. Because nobody who prays every day. It's not everybody who prays every day. People make phone calls every day. And video calls every day. But prayer? But prayer? What people see you doing, even accidentally, is what you are. Yes. So you see, someone say, you are always on the phone. Yes. You're always on the phone. Because you've never been seen praying before. Because it's not a habit. If it's a habit, you've not been seen praying before. You've not been seen listening to a message before. Because you don't listen to messages. Listen to messages like Christmas, once a year. But you are seen on the phone. You are seen eating. How come you've not been seen praying? How come you've not been seen going to church? Because you don't go to church. It's not, it's not something you do. But you've been seen eating before. Yeah, you've been seen eating. You know, we know what you eat. We know what you like. Even if you don't eat much, we've seen you eating before. But we've not seen you praying before. You think it doesn't mean anything. It means something. It means something. It means something. I mean, how come your wife has never seen you praying before? Meanwhile, before she might, she thought she was marrying a spiritual person. Spiritual. 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 She thought you were like a shield and a buckler. Hey. Yes. Yes. That's what she thought. That's what she really believes. She's married a spiritual person. Since you married till date, apart from church prayer meetings, she's never seen you praying before. That you've woken up, it's, it's 4 a.m. or 5 a.m., wherever you are, there you are, Mr. Man. Mr. Man by yourself 
that even your tongues will, wait, will even disturb it. That it will even become an issue in the house that you pray too loud. Or turn, or turn down the message or turn down the music. Because it's like whether she's tired or not, she has to wake up at that time. Because Mr. Man is up and he's praying. No, 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 no. When Mr. Man is up, then he is coming to ask for that thing. Yes. Yes. But not prayer. That is four o'clock and, I, I, and, you, I, and she can hear. Makata then say, Oh, yes, Lord, thank you. You give me a giant. But you see, that's what I say. Be truthful. Because the truth will always come out. You can't say you used to pray and you have stopped praying. No, 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 no. There's nothing like that. There's nothing like that. What you see the person now is how the person has lived all these years. Oh, that's how the person has lived. All this is that a person wakes up every morning and prays for at least one hour. Was it the sense that said pray for one hour? It sounds like a long time ago. Yeah. That's, that's someone you are in the house with will see you praying. Even if there's no, there's no room, there's always another room in the hall or somewhere. You move somewhere else, even if it's the kitchen. That by now the kitchen is taken. But you see, but you see the, the wives, they don't say, they behave, they behave like Joseph's. All my life as a pastor, it's only one, it's only one wife who has ever told me that my husband doesn't pray. Yes. Only one pastor's wife who has told me that. Do you think there's only one pastor in the whole country who doesn't pray? But there's only, there's only one honest, truthful um, pastor. So what I him, he, he said, she called me, she said, I can't anymore. Said, he doesn't pray. And she said, now I'm even afraid. I'm even afraid of the person I've married. He doesn't pray. He does not pray. Because he's never prayed. He's never had a lifestyle. He's never had a lifestyle of praying. He's never prayed. That's why you, you see the junctions at which the person falls or fails. Because there's no strength. Because yeah. when there's strength, you survive. As for temptations, they will come. As for tests, they will come. As for challenges, they will come. But you give up. When you give up, it means your strength is small. Yes. That's what the Bible says. In the day of temptation, if you fall, your strength is small. Yes. And you need strength in prayer. Strength in fellowship. Strength, that's where strength comes from. So you give in at this temptation, it means that, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. In the day of adversity, if thou should fail, your strength is small. If you faint, it means your strength is small. People collapse at different, because they don't realize that people have been through those junctions, they didn't faint. Their strength was not small. There was strength. Yeah. But because the person breathed through, you feel, you feel he didn't have that temptation or that test. He had it and he went through it. Yes. I think I should end here. No, I've gone over by an hour in case you're not away. By one hour, that's how long I've gone over my preaching time. And you are still saying, oh. <laughs> yes. yes so, so stand to your feet and let's pray and thank God. Yes. You will not faint in the day of adversity.
Are you going to be sowing seeds into the spirit? Are you going to become spiritual this year? Because don't tell yourself you are spiritual already. You, you, have, you have lied enough, isn't it? Yes. How many of you agreed with me that we have lied to ourselves enough? It's enough. It's enough. Satan, we have exposed you today. We have exposed you today. We are not going to lie anymore. We have not been praying. We said we've been praying. We have exposed you. How many of you agree that Satan has been exposed? From the 10th of January. Yes. Hey, your wife should wake up to your voice. If you are not married, your mother, your mother should wake up to your voice. For your mother to say, shush. I say, My mama, I have to pray. Mommy, I have to pray. Yes, you have to pray. There has to be prayer where you live. Don't tell yourself you pray. Pray. Brush your teeth and pray. Brush teeth prayer is different from unbrushed teeth prayer. What is the difference? Try it. You see the difference. You see the difference. You see the difference. Brush it. You see the difference. You're asking me what's the difference. Brush it. You see the difference. Brush and see. Yes. Brush it. You see the difference. And walking prayer is different from lying down prayer. What is the difference? What's the difference, Mr. Bishop, Mr. Pastor? Try it and see. You see that walking prayer is different from lying down prayer. Try it and see. Satan has been, I feel Satan has been exposed. With the lies and recession, I'm spiritual, I'm prayerful, I'm this, and, and we are not. We are now going to become. We are now going to become. Now going to become. You see that tests you have failed at, you shall overcome. You shall win. Because as for the tests, they haven't stopped. They will come again. No, another one will come. Sometimes in advanced forms. But you'll be strong. The seed of sowing to the spirit. Ah, God bless you, sister. God bless you. The seed of frequent prayer. The seed of regular fellowship and the seed of walking in truth. May God give you rain in your life for giving us beautiful notes like this. Is a person saying amen? Is, is, is she saying amen? She's saying amen. Okay, she's receiving it. Yes. There's, there are some prophecies that are coming to her. She should receive it. Let receive it for giving us beautiful notes. Beautiful notes. What a blessing. What, what do you want to do now? You want to pray? You feel like praying? For how long? Two minutes. Okay. Are you making fun of me? <laughs> From 10th January. One hour every day. One hour every day. Don't tell yourself that you are praying. No, 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 no. But center leader doesn't mean you are prayerful. No. Me in full time ministry doesn't make you prayerful. Full time ministers are the people who can easily not pray. 
You can be so busy doing it before that you haven't prayed. Yes. Being full-time, that is not, it's not the same as prayer. When, what verse is that? that full-time, so I have prayed. Oh, I'm in Bible school, so I have prayed. I mean. And I'm giving you an easy way to test whether you are praying. Somebody around you will see you praying. Your sister will see you praying. Your brother will see you praying. Your mother will see you praying. Your father will see you praying. Your wife will see you praying. Your husband will see you. I mean, somebody will see you. Because all of these people I've mentioned have seen you eating. They've seen you eating. They've seen you asleep. They've seen you watching telly. And they've, they've seen you on the phone. They must see you praying. That's the evidence that you pray. Yes. If, if you've never been seen before, you don't pray. Let, we just talk about truthful. Don't just say, oh, I pray. They just don't say, hide and pray. No, 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 no. If you hide and pray, hide and eat. Huh. If you have never been seen praying, you don't pray. Yes. That's if you've never been seen eating, you don't eat. Someone said recently that you never see mothers eating, isn't it? Yes. Never see mothers eating, but they eat. Yes. What, what do they say? Mothers what? Yeah, you never catch your mother eating, but she eats. They eat whilst they are cooking. And they hide. And then, and then, they, and then they say, oh, I don't eat. I'm really not eating. They, they eat bits and pieces here. They eat. So if you pray, you'll be seen. Yeah. Victoria, if he prays, you'll see him praying. If you've never seen him praying before, don't think that he hides. He goes outside. He says, I've gone for prayer walk. No, it means he doesn't pray. He's gone for a retreat. I mean, every day you go for a retreat. Every day retreat. What are you talking about? You should know what the person's tongues sounds like. Yes. Then you know that, yeah, the person is praying. There's somebody prays in this house. I say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going for a prayer walk. You know, when I, was go- when I was going to the saints' breeze, I was praying on the way. Oh, shame on you. Shame on you. Your belt of truth is loose. Tighten it. Tighten it. Tighten it. Okay, pray for two minutes. Whatever you want to tell God, tell him for two minutes. Pray for two minutes now. Pray, two minutes. Just for two minutes. Pray to God. Yes, speak to him. I can't hear you praying, you are whispering. Pray. Pray. This is what you've been doing at home, isn't it? Prayer whispers. Prayer whispers. The Bible says Jesus prayed with a loud voice. With a loud voice. 
learn to pray with a loud voice and with life and charisma and to pray fervent prayers fervent prayers affect the sound the volume fervent 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 in spirit fervent in spirit may the fire of the spirit catch up with you fall on you fall on your prayer life fervent in spirit fervent in spirit hot in spirit alive in spirit With all fervency, with passion, with zeal, no apologies in praying, using your voice to call on your God to save, to deliver, to help, to bless, to bless, to bless. Parimo Shabadiso Datosa 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 Misema 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 Mazidote Lebredishtaya Praying Fervent in spirit Fervent in spirit Fervent in spirit Malamadima Shongdalabaki Patasaya Parimo, one more minute. Call on your God. Call on your God for grace, for strength in this new year to be spiritual in this new year to sow seeds, seeds into the spirit in this new year. Call on your God for consistency, for faithfulness. Ayoma, 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 Ayoma Mazimota, Mazibete, Mazibrede, Makobia Tobasito, Saba, 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 Saba Simotaya, Kiakosa Tasaya, Matashtaya. Pray for the overcoming grace that you overcome every test every temptation every trap that you shall overcome you shall overcome you will not be weakened you will not be weakened you will not be discouraged a few more seconds. Pray for it. Pray for that grace. Pray for that grace. Pray for that grace. Pray for that grace. Mayandela batisha taya. Rabadi shotala brani bakasta taya. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your kindness. And thank you for your mercies towards us. Thank you for saving us through your word. Your word has saved us. It has encouraged us. 
It has given us hope and direction. It has given us wisdom, Lord, for the thank you for your word today. We are grateful. You are grateful for your word and for the blessing of your word. Help us, Lord. Give us the grace to remain faithful, to be constant, to be consistent, Lord. Help us, Lord. Transform the weak into strong, the strong to mighty, Lord, the mighty to significance in your kingdom and in your house. Transform us, Lord, as we choose to walk with you and to stay with you and to be with you, Lord. Let that grace abound towards us, Lord. Abound towards us, Lord. I speak to the mighty today, Lord. May they be mighty in spirit. May they be mighty in your kingdom. May they be significant in your kingdom. May they be blessed in your kingdom. May they receive gifts gifts of the spirit may they hear and understand the language of the spirit lord may they be comfortable with you lord choose and use lord as as we present ourselves to you lord may we be used by you lord in a mighty way in a great way lord may we be used by you more than the devil has tried to use us lord May be used a thousand times more than what the enemy has attempted to do with us and with our bodies. To give ourselves to you, Lord, as instruments of righteousness and vessels of the Holy Spirit. Work in us. Work through us. Let your will be done in us, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are gracious. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Now I want to pray with you. We are still in prayer. Every eye closed, every head bowed. You are still in prayer. You are here. Someone invited you to church. You've been around, but you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Or you've backslidden today. You want to come back to Jesus. Or you want to give your life to Jesus. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed. Someone say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to be a child of God. I want to go to heaven when I die. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you're here like that, very quickly, just lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. Very quickly, your right hand. God bless you. I can see your hand there. God bless you. You also want to join in just your right hand and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand. You want to join us. God bless you. I can see your hand as well. God bless you. I believe there's someone there. You also want to give your life to Jesus today. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you. I can see your hands. I can see your hands. Now, if you have your hand lifted up, whether you lifted up your hand or not, you want to give your life to Jesus today. You want to come back to Jesus. I want you to come to the front to me. Come out of your seat and come to me. Yes, come. 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 Come from wherever you are. Come. Come and join us right here in the front. Come. Maybe you didn't even lift up your hand, but you want to give your life to Jesus. You want to come back to God today. Come. Come. We are here for you. This service is for you. For you to find Jesus and come back to God. Yes. Come. 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 I'm waiting for you. As we sing, I'm waiting for you. Walk out of your seats. Come and give your life to Jesus. There's room for you.
bow your heads with me. Let's say this prayer together. Those of you in front, say this prayer after me. The church will help us. It will help us to say this prayer. If you're here, you still want to join us, please come now. Come. Come before you're about to pray. So come now. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. Come now. Come. Say this prayer with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus is the Lord of my life. I believe Jesus died for my sins. And he rose up on the third day. Now say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. Have mercy on me. Please write my name in the book of life. Now say thank you, Father, for accepting me and making me a child of yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, thank you for mercy. Thank you for grace. Thank you for life that these shall live for you in a beautiful way. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Very quickly, give them their gifts. God bless you. Congratulations. You may go back to your seats. God bless you. We'll see you at the close of service. Communion, communion, communion. Take your communion. the Lord's body thank you for this fellowship thank you for that great sacrifice on the cross let lives be healed let homes be healed let lives be healed Lord every life here may they receive healing in Jesus name the body of Christ eat it. The blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. Now stand to your feet and receive your blessing. Let your hands for your blessing. The Lord bless all soul winners. The Lord bless all those who participate in winning souls. The Lord multiply you. May the Lord take from you your burdens, your problems, your needs. May he heal your diseases and strengthen you. The Lord lengthen your courts, strengthen your sticks and expand the place where you are. 
in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord bless you. I bless you as children that the Lord gave to me. Be blessed with the blessing of a father upon your life. The Lord give you peace and the Lord cause a calm to come in every storm that is blowing in your life. The Lord bring an end to ongoing crisis and ongoing issues and ongoing struggles and ongoing unsettled issues. The Lord give you peace. The Lord give you settlement. The Lord give you answers. In the name of Jesus Christ and everyone shouted Amen. Let me hear your loudest Amen. Let me hear your loudest Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.